podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the lay-round quarterback. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? The season-long tilt is over. It's done. Thankfully. How, how, how happy were you when you saw Kirk Cousins do what he did in oh, Week 16? Oh, my God. It hurts so... Listen, anybody who played Cousins in Week 15 and had their heart ripped out of them and you know fed to them on a platter uh, was sick to their stomach watching Kirk Cousins score 29 fantasy points. That was tremendously yeah. awful. Yeah, it was it was kind of a weird week in general with the games being split up the way that they were. Like like that you're you're and plus plus with it being Christmas and people probably not not being in front of their TV to just tilt the the tilting went on probably in churches across America as they as they stared at their phone during a sermon. I got I got a text from some degenerate who was uh, uh t- who took a picture to show he was in church. And said that he was updating his scores every like two minutes um, oh on uh, what was it? Wait, this was Saturday. He was at a Christmas Eve service. And yeah, um, yeah. so the Saturday games were on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty, uh, pretty intense. Uh, and then I had to go through. I, I taught my two four year old nieces how to tilt when I watched the Steeler game on Sunday. And and uh, are they? They're probably now experts, and they they probably didn't hear you say any curse words either. Is that right? Yeah, none, none, none. I I I was completely. Uh, I was a statue during that entire game while I while I watched the Steelers. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I was. I was not tilting at all. The, the, like there were. It was. Like, what a game that was, by the way. It was. It was. And by the way, just for the record, guys. Uh, uh my direct messages to and from JJ would say otherwise about his, uh, his tilting <laughs> during that game. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a very intense game, but it was fun to watch it with with uh, fellow Steeler fans, my family. Yeah, uh, that was good. But I'm glad that they got the W. And now, now it's going to be a Steelers Dolphins first round game. That's going to be my team against your team, Denny. This is the living the stream brand. It's it's my passionate, you know, my my, my <laughs> hopes and dreams from 1999. Uh, you know, facing your the team that you've loved uh, your your whole life. So, yeah. yeah. Just for anyone who's unaware, I used to be a Dolphins fan. I disavowed my fanhood for for fantasy. So, um, uh, the, the, but this would have been interesting uh, <laughs> if that yeah. were the case. If if you still were a supporter of the team that's starting Matt Moore in the playoffs. By the way, Matt Moore, the better of the two quarterbacks. And I, I think I'm more scared of this team with Matt Moore than I would be with Ryan Tannehill. I. I 100% agree that uh, I can see the Steelers blowing it against Matt Moore way more clearly than I can see them blowing it against Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't think that it's going to be a cakewalk. I don't mind the Steelers' potential path to the AFC Championship, but, but still, I mean, it's. I, I'm Miami beat them earlier this year. And oh my gosh, yeah. I mean that that was the game that Ben. Uh, everyone thought that he died. Right. But he he didn't right. Well, it was his it was his annual. Oh my God, he blew out his right. game. Right, right, <laughs> right. It happens every year, once a year, and then he's out for three months. But it's actually three weeks. Yeah, 
And, and one of those weeks being the bye, it just happens every single year, every, every year, every year. And then and then the Steelers go on. They're they're five hundred at the at the midway point. Everyone's like, oh my god, are the Steelers not? Gonna? Yes, they're going to make the playoffs. They do it every year. This is the same Steelers script every year. And then of course. You, you know what I actually thought was going to happen was they were going to lose to Baltimore, mm-hmm. and then they were still going to win the North because Baltimore was going to lose next week. <laughs> just because that's just that's that's how yeah. that's how it goes with the Steelers, yeah, uh, with, especially with Mike Tomlin. Yeah, the, that Dolphins game earlier this year. That's when Ajayi went for like two twenty, right? Yeah, that was one of his. Yeah, that was his, his big game. And uh, and yeah, and that was like total collapse, coaching collapse, defensive, special teams, everything. Just yeah, collapsed. it was. It, and it happens once a year. It just happens. Happens all the time. Uh, also, Denny, I do have to. I, we, we do have to give some props out. Nikolai Pitra mm. is the living the stream league champion. He beat Dean Becerra this week. Uh, his team was stacked, man. And, and, and the the funny part is, is all year he his team was very good, and he even drafted Kelvin Benjamin early, who was just a disaster this year, as we all know. I had to throw that in there. That couple of <laughs> that, that victory lap. Yeah, right. Uh, but his team is, it was just completely stacked. Really well done by him. And it was funny because this week uh, Kelvin actually scored, and it was you know like like he actually got something from Kelvin. I don't know if he started him or not. I didn't though. even know that. I did not even know that Kelvin Benjamin scored. I didn't know he was in the league. So this is shocking. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, but yeah, Nikolai uh, wins the league. Therefore, he will be in the league next year. The league that we will not podcast live while drafting. No, nope. it's not happening because Denny, I'm going to win the league next year, uh, and I'm going to show that there is a very strong correlation between hosting a podcast and drafting and drafting poorly uh, at the same time. I think you can make a graph right now of that, and also I think that due to our performance this year, that you and I should be kicked out of the league. For the next year. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, we were we were not that great. Nope. Uh, nope. My my start. I was like two and seven to start the year. It was very bad. It, you, well, you you rallied and then I did. You I ended did. up finishing. You finished above me, which just bothers, <laughs> yeah. bothers me so much <laughs> because I I was I was ahead of you all year and I was, I got this thing. At one point, I think I was three games ahead of you. And, yeah, I think so too. And 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 this and this happened. So you congratulations. This is yes, thank you, Denny. I'm I'm going to take my seventh place and uh and and, and put that put that yeah. plaque on the wall. It's better than my eighth place. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, by the way, this is for for those of you who have never listened to the Week 17 show before. This is our DGAF episode. Mm-hmm. We do this every year. This is our fourth year, I think, doing it. Uh, which actually might be our third year because if we did it the first year, that means we had one episode of Living the Stream. Which at that at that point in time, I'm pretty sure I called it Living the Stream because we were cool and we liked the apostrophes. Living, yeah, li- living. The- if you listen to the first intro of the first show, you can see that we've come a very long way, uh, both both mentally and uh, <laughs> so, so, for, for both both mentally and from a self deprecating perspective, we have come a long way. Oh yeah, no, it, we were we were pups in the first episode, but you know, living made sense because it was the early '90s when we started this show. <laughs> 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 uh, but so it would be weird if we did a week because I think we started in week 16 we're like yeah let's do a podcast and there's no better time to start a podcast than week 16 of an NFL season so we we started a, the, the show then and we were just like yeah let's see what happens uh-huh. I don't think we did the DGAF episode the very next week because that wouldn't make much sense but the last three years yeah we we've been been doing this episode so this episode is not going to be what you typically get from us there's not gonna be much football talk whatsoever we're gonna hit Twitter 
we got like 30 or so questions that we're going to talk through. And we do have a special guest that we'll get to uh, in just a second. Denny, before we get into what happened last week, do you want to talk about our sponsor for the, today's show? I do. And it's super relevant week 17 as everyone is looking for a reason to tilt, to be miserable on Sunday. Uh, so daily fantasy is the answer since all, hopefully if you are in a sane league, your seasons have concluded in week 16. Yes. Um, unfortunately, some of you are playing in the week 17, which is just uh, baffling. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so playdraft.com is a simple daily fantasy game. You go, you can do snake drafts. You can do, uh, uh, two, six, or up to 10 people in a draft. Um, I play there every week. Uh, it's, uh, it's quick and easy. You can finish the draft in minutes. Um, you can download the draft app by searching draft in the app store and it'll, it'll come up first. Be sure to enter the promo code STREAM when you download, and you'll get 100% bonus up to $600 when you deposit. So if you, if you want to go big for week 17, uh, then uh, enter the promo code STREAM. Uh, again, search DRAFT in the App Store and use the code STREAM. Sweet. So last week, not a terrible week overall. <clears throat> we definitely we, we talked about Blake Bortles as a top quarterback if he was out there on your waiver wire because he was out there in about 55% of, of leagues. Uh, he ended up putting up <clears throat> 26.7 points, which uh, was great because one of those part of that was actually a receiving touchdown. A receiving touchdown. We knew that was coming, though. Uh, well, I, I had built that into his projection. I, right, right. You know, right. I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one. Right. Of course not. Uh, so Bortles was like a top five option. Uh, we also had Matt Barkley who wasn't that great. He had 11 points. Joe Flacco came through with not, not a terrible performance, about 14 and a half points. And then we mentioned later in the question section on the show about Colin Kaepernick, uh, being a, like, we, we didn't really talk him up in the quarterback streamer section, but then when folks asked about Colin Kaepernick in the question section, we did realize that, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's a fine streamer uh, if you wanted to use him as well. So he put up 26 points in, in uh, a strong game, strong performance for him against the Rams. The Rams were still, by the way, a pretty good defense uh, option this week. They were also one of our streamers. They were the 10th best defense. Maybe they might be worse because we're recording this on Monday uh, and there's a, a game tonight. But they scored eight points, they had four sacks, basically did exactly what we talked about on the show, just getting to Kaepernick, because everyone gets to, to Kaepernick uh, from a sack perspective. The Chargers against Cleveland, it was really bizarre, Denny. I had people in my mentions, like, tilting the Chargers defense. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I have to admit, I was too. I think expectations were so terribly high for the Chargers defense, which you should never have expectations for a defense, by the way. Right. And, and so they scored 10, right? Yeah, they had 10 points. They were a top six defense. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they lost to Cleveland. Right. And it felt, but they scored 10. It felt like they scored two just because I think that, right. you know, I, at least I went in thinking they had a much higher floor. But. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree. And then the Titans, man, what happened? Like, what in the world? It, like, I, I'm, I've come to the conclusion that when there's a coaching change, it's it, two, two very extreme things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's either the team is going to implode even further mm-hmm. or the team is going to rally behind that guy. And in which case this time it was Doug Marone who learned how to use Allen. He moved Allen Robinson around the field. He utilized him the way that Allen Robinson should be utilized. It, it, it's almost like Gus Bradley isn't a good head coach. Uh, almost. I think, I think you should tweet about Gus Bradley. We'll see what happens if I do. <laughs> uh, but the, the Titans scored three fantasy points. They were uh, a, Defense 18 this week, so mm-hmm. not great, Bob. 
Uh, and then the the tight end position, we didn't uh, hopefully didn't start Ryan Griffin because CJ Fedorowitz ended up playing. Yeah. So obviously Fedorowitz was fine. He was he had a decently a decent floor, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, but Jack Doyle, he also was pretty good. He had nine point six PPR points, yeah. tight end fourteen. So nothing wrong with that. Um, so overall, not a bad week for championship week. And like we said, um, you know, number one, hopefully you already had a quarterback or, or you know, players that you could have played. Tight end, it doesn't matter because it's tight end. But hopefully you had a good quarterback that you could throw in there since there are so many good late-round guys that, that played so well this year. Um, and then next season, you know, like we had talked about before, we're going to go from the approach of maybe tiering some picks, maybe getting guys, a quarterback that's in – you know, owned in 40 to 50% of leagues or, or 50 to 60% of leagues and then a quarterback who's owned in less than 10%. So we have different layers. So it's, it's, it, it can benefit people of all league types because that's kind of the, the problem that we've been running into yes, this year. Exactly. And, and you know what? I get plenty of questions during the week where someone will say, you know, quarterback X is available and I'm thinking, really? And, you know, but we didn't address it on the show. So. Right, right, exactly, exactly, and there's yeah, it, it, there there's there are a lot of misuses of what we're trying to do here, and as we you know as I talked about and ranted about earlier in the season, you know we want to educate people so that they know how to do this without us giving picks, so that you're coming to this podcast to just listen to our fire takes. Exactly, that's that's what we want. We we want you to have no more fantasy questions and just right, right. We, we just we. We just want to talk about uh, talk about who uh, who I would beat in a forty. Right. Who? Yeah. Who JJ would beat in a forty? What food I despise, and right. we'll, we'll go from there. Right. Uh, so this week I'm gonna spend 13 seconds doing this. <laughs> okay. Uh, defenses. You could play Tennessee against Houston. You could play Pittsburgh against Cleveland. You could play Tampa Bay versus Carolina, even because they're heavy favorites. Or you could play Washington. Uh, this was this was a Denny special. You could play Washington against the Giants because the Giants' offense is putrid and they're not playing for anything right now. Right. Uh, at quarterback, I think you should go back to Bortles if he's out there. They get Indy. Alex Smith against San Diego is not a bad option. Whoever starts for Denver is not a bad option. And Carson Wentz, I think, is a very very deep play against Dallas, who's not playing for anything. Uh, the Eagles are actually six point favorites in that contest, so. Wentz could be interesting. I would uh, hope that you don't have to resort to Carson Wentz, though. In a, but but you do play in a league that has a Week 17 championship, so who knows what's going on in your league. Exactly. Not in my league. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. Tight end position, who cares? It, that's, my favorite, <laughs> that's my favorite answer of the year for tight end streamers because I, I hate – I've grown to hate tight end streamers. Right. Well, this, this year, if there's one year to stream tight ends, it was this year because it literally did not matter. If you did not invest in the tight end position, it didn't matter. The tight end position sucked this year. It was horrible. It, it was truly awful. There, I, I tweeted a, a some sort of a graph showing that tight end scoring or touchdown scoring is so far down compared yeah. to recent years, and that's why you've seen these guys being dropped and added and dropped and added all year. So, yeah. All right, Denny. I guess it's time to hit up the Twitter questions. But while we do this, Denny, would you like to introduce our guest who's been on the show before? I yes, uh, as as you know, uh, I go on Twitter. By, I go by C D Carter. That's Craig Dennis Carter. Uh, so this is Craig Wayne Carter. This is my dad. What's up, fellas? JJ, how you doing? I'm Long great. Right, do you do you uh, do you do you ever go by C W Carter? 
No, I'm not that fancy. <laughs> I just, mean, you know, come on, you gotta be, you gotta be a hip cat to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, hey, you're you're talking to two people though that that. Well, Denny, Denny goes more by Denny. The CD is just like the writing thing, right, Denny? Yeah, like yeah, that's just my writing name. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I, but I, I'm an initial person. Yeah. Well, with, of, with JJ, of course, it's cool. You guys are hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, we're we're suburban dwelling I don't, I don't uh, hipsters. Know. I don't even know what hipster means, but I, I've heard the word. What do you What do you think hipster means? Yeah, just a what, just. Do you have a definition in what mind? What do you think hipster means? What do I think hipster means? Well, uh, I would guess uh, like a, um, I don't know, a hip guy. I, I know I've seen you point out hipsters, mm-hmm. and they're a big burly bear of a man with beards <laughs> on television. Yes. You've seen you, but. But to me, to right. me, a hipster is like a, is like a, uh, oh. like an old beatnik. Yeah, yeah. So my dad's okay. kind of a hipster, like like Cosmo Kramer. Yeah, okay, I got you. Like Kramer would be a hipster. Yeah, well, that's a bit of a reach, but yeah, Kramer. We'll go with Kramer. Yeah, I mean, but like something, someone kind of kooky dresses funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think hipster has changed into. But I've seen you pick at, say about a guy on yeah. television that weighs 400 no. and got a full beard. Well, I would say, I, when I think of a hipster, I think of someone who's, who's you know, meager in frame, you know, who's, who's very small. Yeah, but it's usually, it's usually a, a result of some purpose that he's, it's usually, it's usually a dietary purpose of some sort. Right, they drink kale only. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, here we go. We're going to bust on the El Naturel. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, so we have a lot of questions, but there some of them are mixed in specifically for C W Carter. Oh, I'm going to call right. you C W on this right. show. C W. Uh, I feel, it, I feel pretty cool. So, so some of them are specifically for you, but some of them are just random, so you can just chime in. The first one is more. Well, this is probably towards Denny and I more so because I don't know how much you, you play fantasy football, but. Uh, this is our buddy Knuckle Pop. So at Knuckle Pop, he says for the DGAF episode, thoughts on covering your hits and misses pre-draft to now, aka Calvin Benjamin victory lap. That is a good victory lap. Hey yo, Latavius um, Murray wasn't awful. Hey yo, Latavius Murray wasn't awful. Uh, Marvin Jones was great for three weeks, like the the goat for three. I, I'm never gonna forget the Marvin Jones saga. It, it, it was amazing that you were on him and then off of him so quickly and accurately, which is which is more amazing. <laughs> Thank God that I got off him, or else oh, been, my mentions would have been horrible. Honestly, I'm I'm glad for your long term mental health that you yes. got off him. Yeah, I uh, I you know, I, I think that this season, um, from a I, I wish I would have approached it a little bit differently from a strategy standpoint. Um, I you know I I didn't I I didn't have a bad advice giving season. I just had one of those years where a lot of my fantasy teams were just above average rather than having some great teams. That that's that that's my that's that's the way that I'm going to look back on this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I my team seemed to have a, a, a pretty great ceiling to begin the year, and then that ceiling started to dwindle. Like, like I felt like I couldn't blow the roof off with my teams as the season went on, and I think that has something to do with like you know big time receivers. Yeah, I was, was going to say that's that seems like a pretty strong correlation to Mike Evans. Danny. Yeah, well, it, yeah, I had I, I had Mike Evans. Which you which you nailed. You were every, all about Mike Evans. Right. I I, I had him in every but I also had, you know, I had Brandon Marshall in a lot of leagues. Um, you know, Doug Baldwin was was either scoring 30 or 6, you know, every yeah. week. Uh so I I do I do think that uh, I didn't really reach for a ceiling uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways. I'd like to do that next next year. Yeah. Uh, this next one is at underscore Tufolo. 
Definitely got that one wrong. Denny's take on people who make takes. Uh, I, I saw that question. Um, I don't really know what that means except for uh, I I had an exchange with someone else on with someone on Twitter the other day where he said, you know, someone who's willing to put out their unpopular opinion on Twitter should have the respect of other people who put out <laughs> yeah, unpopular twi- opinions on Twitter. And I agree with that. And, you know, it made me see the light a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I have horrible takes on Twitter all the time. So I can't, you know, I can't like, like an honestly get on someone for having a bad tweet. I, I have to be self-deprecating. I have to well, be nice about it. Hey, hey, CW, does you, do you, do you watch and, and look at your son's Twitter account? I don't even, I don't even know. You guys really speak in Greek to me. I, when you started talking, reading those questions and, and all that, I, no, I don't, I don't no. Have you, have you ever been on Twitter.com? Yes. Yes, I do have a Twitter account. I couldn't use it, but I have one. Yeah, he, he's an egg. He's an orange egg. Somewhere. He's an orange egg? Okay. I think my dad's a blue egg. What, like Tony Kornheiser? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the Tony. Yeah, orange exactly. egg. Exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, my dad was on Twitter for like 11 seconds, and uh, and then he lost interest. He's he's on he's on the Facebook. He's on the Facebook. Yeah, fa- well, Facebook's, Facebook's good to, to be on. <laughs> Although Facebook's turned into a political nightmare, but it's it's okay. Yes, it has JJ, yes, it has. Boy, if you could just take the politics off it, it would be a great thing. That's right. That's exactly right. I I completely agree. Completely agree. We've had uh, we've had our run-ins on on Facebook. Uh, you, in, in, you 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 too. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. What? <laughs> Here we go. My dad will post a meme. You know, saying that oh, it, it was it no, was no, no, funny. It was no. Funny. It'll be it'll be like you know like <laughs> like like Muslims run the Pentagon or something, and I'm mm. like, wait, what? What is what is this? That's oh, an man. exaggeration. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the next question. Yeah. This is at RW writes. RWT writes. Since Jay Cutler retired in week five, who is this year's DGAF hero? Bortles. Bortles has to be it, right? He's like, like he, he's the heir apparent. He Blake Bortles is the most uh, he doesn't care about anything. I mean, to the point where he, in an interview, he talked about working on his tackling because he has so many. He threw so many pick sixes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me ask this question. Real quick. <laughs> Dad, do you know who Blake Bortles is? No, not really. But I know who Jake, who, who Jay Cutler is. Yeah. And what, what do you think of Jay Cutler? The biggest underachiever I ever saw play in the NFL. Oh, wow. That sounds right. I, that's really that's not unfair. It's not unfair criticism. Hey, he's got every he's got every got every God given gift you, a man could want, except for between his ears. Yeah, that's a good take. That is a good take. I, I that's agree. a very good take. Your, your takes are way better than your son's <laughs> takes. <laughs> and by the way, who who reminds you of Cutler a little bit? Who reminds me of Cutler? Didn't didn't you say? I thought yesterday we said my dad said Stafford is Cutler. Oh, no. but but he doesn't but collapse under pressure. Right, right. No, yeah. they're similar in their in their in their career, career type thing. But but no, Safford's not a head case. Yeah, it's Safford, by the way. It's not Stafford. <laughs> there's Stafford. no, there's no t- Matthew Stafford. <laughs> also, who's the who is the Titans quarterback? Mar- Marcus, that Italian boy. Ita- Italian boy. <laughs> So good. Uh, He's uh, Italian. 
this this next one made me laugh because this week sixteen was actually actually fibula week. If if you if you recall, because oh, every like you get a broken fibula, you get a broken fibula, you get a broken. Fibula. That's right. Everyone broke their fibula. So Eric Clark at Clark three one seven nine says, "Any chance CD Carter thirteen broke his fibula tilting?" I I had to remove both legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I am now um you know training to, uh, or trying to get used to life without legs because they just snapped in the middle of. Speaking of speaking of uh of of the broken fibula thing. I was sitting at, at, at church on Christmas Eve and my brother-in-law is at the end of the, at the end of the pew and he's like, looks down at me, like in the middle of the service and he looks down at me and he apparently looked at his Apple watch and he looks at, and he mouths car broke his leg. Like he mouths it like, in the <laughs> mid- and, I, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, we're about to like, like communion's about to happen. And you're talking about Derek Carr breaking his leg. Right. It was it was a very awkward moment, and then and then obviously the rest of the the rest of of the time that we were at church, I'm just thinking, oh my god, like we're I'm I'm only thinking oh, like the Raiders, and then I'm thinking about how the Steelers are probably going to potentially go through the Raiders. I'm like, oh my, we could walk to the AFC Championship yeah. if, we, if we win tomorrow, and I'm like, this is not this this is not the reason I'm here right now, right? It's not yeah. not good to think that way. Yeah, so my dad is just learning that Derek Carr broke his leg. <laughs> oh man, do you have any any are, reaction? To are that? you guys serious? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't yeah. know that. This is this is a live in in person reaction. That's, this is happening right now. That's right. It's right. So what do you yeah, think? He, what do you think of this? Well, that kid's my hero. I love that kid. Yeah, he's a uh, good a good kid. Yeah, no, I loved him. I, I had and honestly, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, he he's done. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Now they get Matt McGloin. Yeah, they X, have, X, X Penn Stater. Yeah, they have a uh, just a horrendous backup who's. You know, talking about quarterbacks. You know that that young man Wentz mm-hmm. uh, started off with three or four games, looked like Roger Stallback. Yeah, and 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 then and then uh, he fell apart and just can't mm-hmm. get it back together. Yeah, right. He hit the wall. Yeah, we we recommended him one week and he did okay. I think against the Lions. Yeah, it was the Lions. And, and then we we jumped off that bandwagon after that because yeah. even even that game was very iffy. It was incredible his first three or four games though. Uh, yeah. yeah, he looked great. Yeah. Uh, this next one is at James underscore Silva. Has Denny's dad ever drank moonshine? Oh, he drank what? Uh, have you ever had moonshine? Oh, the first thing I ever drank was moonshine at a gas station <laughs> where I used to work. No. Uh, hey, but I was okay. It was okay. I was fourteen. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's a good age to. That's to the start, truth. Though. To start the, the first. That's the truth. The first alcohol I ever drank was moonshine. I didn't know that. Yeah. What's well, not something this. I'm gonna not something I'm gonna talk to you oh, about? That's a rough introduction to to booze. It was, it was, Jeez. man. Well, I, I guess you were you were working you were working at a gas station. You you were working at a gas station. Yeah, when I was fourteen. I guess what the what the uh, questioner is asking is, mm-hmm. he sounds like an old uh, he sounds like an old fat white redneck <laughs> guy. Well, I'm sure he drank moonshine. <laughs> No, sure. see, my dad, my dad always throws redneck in there. My dad's not a redneck, like uh, by any uh, uh, stretch. Like he, he, he hasn't, he hasn't cut, mowed the grass since you know the eighties. <laughs> I want to be a redneck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like a want to be redneck. Yeah, you can, you can move down here to North Carolina. There's a lot of them. Oh, I know. You don't, you don't want to tell me, but I'll tell you what right now. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, this next one is at Polish Tweeter. What are your New Year's resolutions? That could be all of us. Denny, do you have a New Year's resolution? Oh man, uh, <laughs> um, to be better at Twitter. 
Uh, yeah, I would say to make people less angry on social media um, <laughs> and uh, and maybe uh, to learn or to you know get myself into some shape where I can run without hating myself. That might be decent. So I so this year, my New Year's resolution. Um, well, I got I got in better shape this year. I've been running a ton this year, as, as we've talked about on the, the podcast. But mm-hmm. the the one thing that I've been doing, I don't know if I've shared this before. I've been taking a one second clip of my life every day for this this app called One Second Every Day. Yeah, I heard about that. And I have I I'm almost done with it. There's six, you know, there's what six more days left. And I I've done it every day. That was my New Year's. I wanted to do it for a year. I'm never going to do it again because it's a pain in the ass. But I, I I completed that. I think that what I, I realized this over the weekend. My brother had a Rubik's cube, and I want to learn how to solve Rubik's cubes. That that sounds like uh that sounds like a a very very good New Year uh New Year's resolution for 1988. <laughs> I'm telling you though, like how awesome would it be to just be able to to like pick one up and like solve it in a minute or two? Yeah. So my my dad is a little uh, thrown off by the the app. So this app, you you take a picture. Is it is it? It's not. A it's video. a no. It's, it's a video. It's a one second video. A one second video of something during your day. And something it, that you're seeing anything that's happening yeah right? like like anything that you're experiencing so if i was at a wedding if i was at a wedding one day and that's a picture and, but but it strings it together at right. the end of the year uh, and it shows you it shows you 365 so, 365 pictures so yeah it's like three 365 one second clips of what happened this is what we'll do i'm gonna put it on facebook when it's done i won't put it on twitter because i can't be scrutinized in that way Denny can De- Denny Denny can show you it because yeah. he's friends right. with me on Facebook, all right. that, and you can that, see what it all what it all looks cool. like because it's it's it should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be really boring. What what it what it taught me? This is gonna be deep, okay? But what it taught me is that you know there are some days where you don't do much or you just work and it's very monotonous, and that some days meaning a lot of days, right? But what it teaches you is that every day is the same, even if you're going on a, a vacation for three or four days or a long weekend or something where you're doing really eventful and fun things. Those days are still the same as the monotonous ones that you go through each and every day during the week. So I think that that's a, a good takeaway is that don't don't think that one day is more important than the other because they all have the same amount of time. Wow. You did just you just went when you that's a, that's a deep dive. Yeah. Right. Right. My dad's about to cry over here. <laughs> Wait, so, so C- CW, do you have a New Year's resolution? No. <laughs> no, no New Year's? Just keep I living got, life? I got the same nothing, way? really. I'll tell you why I got nothing now. Why's that? I had, I, had a, um, I had a heart operation this year, and it forced me to quit smoking and lose 50 pounds. I got nothing left, JJ. Yeah, well, good for you. I got nothing left. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, um, Oh, I have to I have to share this story real quick before we get off the New Year's resolution thing because I I'm gonna backtrack to Christmas real quick, <clears throat> and my dad's gonna refute this uh, story a little bit, but I swear to you this is how it happened. Oh boy! La- last year before Christmas dinner, uh, you know we're sitting around the table and and my dad my dad takes the the lead and says the the prayer right before mm-hmm. before we eat. And it's all going, it's all going fine. You know, uh, thank you for this food and thank you for bringing us together on this, sure. on this special yeah. day. And he goes on this day, he goes, <laughs> he goes on this Christmas day, which is top six day in the <laughs> Christian calendar. <laughs> top six, top six. 
Olympics, but but he really he really considered it, and it made me think. It, it's like it was like a sports center. It was like a sports center top ten. It was like number six Christmas, <laughs> Christmas day. day, and it would like cut to a talking head being like, "Look, if you don't have Christmas, you don't have anything." So right, right. You could have a a, a true. A true around-the-horn debate yeah. about about the most important Christian holidays. I, I'm sorry for two things. I truly <laughs> did do that, and, I, and I'm sorry for that <laughs> in front of people. And the other thing is that I'm like, Jan, I'm like Danny, top six, six. Six is the best you get for a number one pick. <laughs> I mean, top, top six for Christmas? Oh, man, that's amazing. Anyway, that's, that did happen, but we won't talk about it again. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, this next one is from at Chris Throw Rocks. Does Denny's dad have a man crush? Is it Jesus? Yeah, I'll go with that. What other what 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 guys do you consider you know like the most handsome cool guys? Cool. Yeah, handsome. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, living or dead? Yeah. So so George Michael is is uh, an acceptable answer. But George Michael was one of my heroes. Um, <laughs> As you would. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And that's and I shouldn't make a joke there. That, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon. I'm 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 sorry. I said I'm sorry. Gosh, I, that catches me so well, so off base. Well, JJ. Elvis, Elvis. Well, of course, Elvis Presley. I mean, that goes without. That's every man's. Yeah. Man. Right. Correct. Do Do you think Do you think your son's hair is uh, somehow a, a genetic? Passing down of you loving Elvis Presley to then Denny seeing Elvis Presley and wanting that hair. Well, we we both wish we had Elvis's hair and we don't. So that's... so, but uh, we we talked about this before. I, I are you are you also very into hair, like it, like like yeah, like Denny is. I have actually. It's embarrassing what I've done to this young man with the <laughs> trauma that I've done to him about his hair, and I and I am a freak. I am a hair freak. So it's been and, passed down. And I, it has been passed down. And I'll be honest with you, had I known it, I would have never passed it, JJ. But it's <laughs> it's addicting. <laughs> well, look, he, I remember him uh, pausing, you know, TV at some point when I was younger uh, or or maybe on VHS or something. And like and like breaking down Jimmy Johnson's hair. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Like, like like look at the side here and the part is right at the exact level that it should be. And he doesn't have too much hairspray in it, and I'm like taking mental notes. I'm like, right, "Well, right. Jimmy Johnson's hair must be must be the the idealized hair, and it is for someone whose prime was in the '70s." <laughs> has 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 Xavier shown any any signs of this uh, this genetic passing? He's asked he's asked me to he's asked me to do his hair a few times. Daddy, do my hair, and so I do I do think that it's in the cards for him to one day be be a freak like his grandpa and like me. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just his grandpa. It's it's you. So JJ, so JJ, I guess getting back to the man crush thing, that question. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Johnson would be my. I watch, yeah. I watch that channel for the halftime report just because he's on it. And I'm sorry to say that I never look at anybody else on the on the behind the desk there. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd have to look at what Terry Bradshaw. No one wants to look at Terry Bradshaw. I, I, I just oh, and we and Denny and I met. Uh, Denny and I met Jimmy Johnson one time uh, at the at the hotel, right? Didn't yeah, you tell at the at the at a game. Yeah, we were staying with the, on a package where you yeah. stay. It was it was very cool. And Jimmy and I'll be honest with you, he was every bit the gentleman that uh, that he looks a like. nice guy that he appears to be. At yeah. least 
for <laughs> what we we got to know of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, next one is at Didymus. He says, thoughts on renaming the podcast Tilting the Stream for 2017 because that's the truth in advertising. <laughs> that That is. I mean, if there was a law that said that, that a, a podcast had to reflect what it's about, then I guess that would be uh, that would be necessary to rename it. Yeah. 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 This next one is at SMGDH. What percentage of listenership does JJ think he can beat in a 40? <laughs> Look, okay. So I think that I, it would probably, it would be over 50%. Do I think probably 90% that I could probably, Ooh. probably, <laughs> probably, oh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, I think I could be ninety percent of listenership gonna, in a forty. That's gonna bring rain. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This off season, it's actually gonna happen where I'm gonna record myself running that forty. Uh, oh yeah, we really do need to do that, and and uh, and I, I want to go against you. I mean, I, yeah, I think that I can compete. I'm just. I would. I'm. I'm gonna destroy you in a forty. Well, I got. I have. I have calves of steel, Denny. Well, and you also steel. have what? You're how old are you? Uh, twenty eight. Okay, so you're five years on. I mean, you're five years younger. Come on. Right, almost twenty nine though. Uh, but the, the I I'm I'm going to so also there. Do you know the next gen stats that, that NFL.com posts all the time? Did you see how the slowest quarterback this year? Who it was? No. Ben Roethlisberger. You know how fast he, his fastest run of the season was like fifteen miles an hour. Wow. That's 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 mind bogglingly slow for an NFL player. It, like yeah. that is that is so slow for a sprint. Like my, 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 my three mile pace now is over eight is about eight miles an hour. Like to, to think about doing that for a split, like it's done. I got, I can beat Ben. If I can beat Ben, I can beat 70% of the listeners. What do you say? I didn't say anything. Yeah, no, what, what do you, JJ says he can, he can beat Ben Roethlisberger in a foot race. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I really. I wouldn't doubt that. Really? No. Boom. No, I wouldn't doubt that. My Gotta dad's told me his, my whole life that I can't beat anybody in a foot race. <laughs> you're you're his favorite son. <laughs> yeah, his favorite son. Oh man. Uh, next one is at Eddie Kelly says, which is worse, putting Christmas lights up too early or leaving them up until Valentine's Day? There's a there's a true answer to this one. I I, I believe wholeheartedly that the saddest thing in the Western world is Christmas lights up at Valentine's day. Yeah, I agree. I, because all what that show, like if you put it up early, what that shows is that you're proactive, that you're hardworking, that you, what that you are trying, maybe not hardworking, that you're trying hard to show, uh, your, your passion for something. Yeah. Whereas if it's up at Valentine's Day, that shows that you're the laziest human being on the on earth. Right. It means that you you've been hung over since Christmas and you you're not getting outside <laughs> to take down the damn lights. It's right. not good. Right. It takes fifteen minutes to take them down. Just freaking take them down. Uh, next one at Fob Five Freddy. In twenty seventeen, will JJ continue to read the second decimal place on all stats despite its obvious superfluousness? Yeah, I do do that, don't I? Yeah, well, you know what, though? It's an emphasis thing for you because you're like, he averages 6.25. You know, <laughs> right, like right. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I thought it was going to be three. I thought, yeah, but five, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I've just, gotten, I've just gotten in the habit of, of, of two deaths. I think it's because at Number Fire, like, our editing and what we do, we, we generally try to keep it at two decimals and keep it consistent. So it just comes out that way. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I, I think you should keep doing it. Okay, thanks, Denny. Uh, next one, at TD May. Will Denny's son be old enough to recommend kickers next year? 
Um, I I'm gonna teach him uh to to take my spot as as the as the kicker whisperer. Although, yeah, what what does your dad think about that? Does he know that you write a kicker column? Do you know that? A what? Do I I write a kicker column? Did you know that? No. Yeah. Yeah, he writes a column about kickers each week. Just kickers in the NFL. Just, yeah, just, just kickers in the NFL. Kickers, yeah. What, what, oh. do you, what do you think about that? A whole column. Whole col- yeah, a whole, a whole column kick. about kickers. Well, you see, JJ, that's that's why I say he can't beat anybody in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he's, he's writing like about kickers. Right. right. <laughs> well, the mic drops. Yeah, JJ, I don't get it. Sorry. <laughs> I think that was metaphorical. The yeah, mic drop. Right. That well, <laughs> I. Uh, uh, I thought, you know, I thought he would be proud because um, he one time we met Mark Mosley and he was uh, he was so into Mark Mosley that we named our cat after oh, Mark Mosley. Wow. The kicker for Washington for the, right. for the youngins out there. Right. It's a coincidence. We met Mosley and his kid and he had a kid Denny's age. Mm. So the kids played together. And uh, uh, what else? uh Oh, and, and, you, and you named your cat after him. Well, I think my wife did that. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, I mean, it's not, I don't. I never had. A, I never had a man crush on Mark Mosley. Yeah, right. Did you name one of your cats Jimmy ever? No, but I'm going to next time. <laughs> the next cat will be Jimmy. That's good. I like that. Uh, this speaking of cats, this next guy is at Jeff the Cat. Okay, that's that's a great transition. He said, he said, wait, after we asked for questions for this episode, for the DGAF episode, he, said, he says, wait, was last week not the DGAF episode when you talked about Hallmark movies for half the podcast? <laughs> Which we did. We did. We did. Not gonna lie. Oh, you know what? I, real quick. Hallmark movies, if there's ever a swarthy guy, like a hairy guy, a dark haired dude who might not be like super white in those movies, they offset that whole situation by making him, by giving him a heart of gold. I noticed that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you're swirthy, you have a heart of gold. By the way, I uh, I may or may not have watched a movie, a Hallmark Christmas uh, movie, Hallmark Channel Christmas movie with my parents on uh, Christmas Eve after everything was was you know church was done and stuff, and we watched the one that had <clears throat> um, uh, DJ Tanner in it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Candace Can- Candace Cameron, right? Yes. Uh, Bur- yes. Burray now because uh-huh. she she married. Yeah, uh, but it was it was. This let me let me give you the synopsis of this storyline really quick. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. It's it's post it's right at the end of World War II. Okay, she gets in this car accident. Her car goes over like a snowbank. Okay, and when she does that, she she ends up in this like <clears throat> she walks into this like shed of some sort, and this this house you know a shed at someone's house, and then a comet appears, and she she's tra- she travels to to the current year. So basically, it's like Buddy the Elf in in New York City, whereas she's you know in in 2016. It's her same town though, her little town. So the whole show is her convincing people that she's really from the past, and that's essentially the the, the story. Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. It, it, it well, I yeah, it's not only bad; it was hard to follow. I was like, <laughs> right, right. I, I don't really get what's happening. Is this like a um, is this is this like an art film that I'm not understanding? Well, right. What's going on here? This is supposed to be simple. This I will be- say, I I will say though, Denny, in that movie, you you think that she's gonna fall in love with the police officer that's like one of the main characters. But she actually she she doesn't spoiler yep. alert right she she actually is just bringing love together because she's showing people what Christmas is all about 
through her through what she learned back and she she's she's bringing Christmas back. She she's she's fighting the war on Christmas in present day and she doesn't even realize it. Oh no, and and also Cameron whatever her name is is actually fighting the war on Christmas. So, right. I mean, I, I mean yeah, I mean, exactly. She, she's she, she just she just played she just played herself in this movie. Yeah, she's battling the forces that want to destroy Christmas in her mind. Uh she um if you ever have a question as to who will be the leading man in a Hallmark movie or who will be the love interest, look at the hairline. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Look at the hairline. If you if the hairline is solid, they will be the guy. Yeah, good good point. Uh, this next one is at the FF Whisper. Has Denny ever gone off script like the Vikings defensive backs? Yeah, he does it every episode. Yeah, that, that that's why JJ has to uh, breathe <laughs> into a paper bag at, at, <laughs> after the show because <laughs> I've gone off script fifteen. Times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next one at Eddie underscore straight follow up question: What percent of fantasy analyst community can JJ beat in a forty fantasy analyst community? That's got to drive it up even more, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't, there, there's got to be some guys out, but like, look, if you guys watched that promo video when Drew Dinkmeyer was about to win a million dollars, if you saw him running, I could Dink calling you out. I can beat you in a forty. Like that's <laughs> that that's video. Yeah, that was a, I, I I screen capped it and and uh, have a, a good meme that yeah. We well, can all look, use. if a if a fantasy if a fantasy analyst. Uh, you know, and that that definition is up for interpretation. If if they ever crawl out of the basement, you know, to to seek light and uh, and food, uh, then they're definitely not going to be running. So they, they're not in good right. shape. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, this next one's a good one for us to discuss. This is at bedtime thirty seven. He says Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette degaff about their bowl games. They don't care. Thoughts on NCAA players skipping end of season games, so bowl games. Do you guys think, have any takes? There? I think my dad has a take here. Yeah, no, no, no I got nothing to say there. I was looking really? for somebody else's opinion on that. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised. Really? There's no, no strong take there. Uh, no, I, I mean, uh, um, I, I tell you, I, I'm on the fence about all that. See, these guys, these young men, they're going to risk getting hurt in that game that they're not getting paid any money for, and the, right? and the college is getting trillions. All yeah. Right? And they make all that money. They should pay some of these kids. They, these kids get in trouble for for taking a, a three hundred dollar suit or a five hundred dollar bone. It's 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 not the whole system is needs to be adjusted. These kids need to get some darn money. And that's, this is, that's a that's a woke take. That's what, this is a good take, and that's why you know my dad. He is at heart. He loves populist t- kind of kind of takes some politics and that's why i'm i i don't understand why we disagree on so much because we agree in principle on something like that and mm-hmm. but but we but we end up disagreeing on everything else in politics but i know i know deep down i can i know deep down that's that's how he feels about these things so yeah i i i tend to agree i don't think that there's any reason that these guys should be forced like like th- this whole like like Oh, they're 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 abandoning their team and, and all of that. It's like the team number one would not be there without those players, right? So them abandoning that's 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 kind of bullcrap because they they were they were there for the team throughout the entire season. And if their teammates, who are their friends and brothers and that brotherhood, can't comprehend the fact that these guys are on the verge of making millions of dollars at the at the NFL level and that they're going to risk something for absolutely nothing, a, a, a really a meaningless game. It doesn't make much sense for for them to to risk that, in my opinion. And, and, and the other side of that coin is that you know they've been fighting with these guys in the trenches and this and that all year. And and really, I'd be honest with you, if uh, 
if it was my son, I would recommend that he did play in the bowl game. I would recommend that he did. Interesting. But but I understand why I can right. understand why some some don't. And and I never really thought of it before. But I mean, uh, th- these guys that aren't playing, I assume that those guys are locked and loaded, and they're they're like they can't help themselves with a good performance, right? Right. Uh, so I don't even I don't pay attention to college ball, but. I, did you see the special on Lawrence Phillips? Any you guys see yeah, that? Uh, I, I didn't. I know of it. Yeah. Anyway, he got in trouble for some guy giving him a three hundred dollar suit mm-hmm. to be able to go to his daughter's wedding, and this is a, a, a broke down kid. You know, didn't have a quarter. It's, 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 the systems. The systems. Oh, it's disgusting. It's as, a disgusting system. As somebody else says in this. The system's rigged. <laughs> I don't know who else says that. It is. Uh, uh, it, I. I just. I always side with the the player i i uh whatever if the player feels Agreed. that it's in his best interest then that then that's all that matters to me yeah don't don't pretend that you know what they're going through or yeah, like what exactly. they're that, that's kind of how i feel too uh this next one is at fits underscore eight four three what's up with jj not having a parody account zz jack i think there i think there is one right yeah there i think there are two yeah, there's Sheep Flacco, too. Sheep Flacco. <laughs> Sheep, Sheep Flacco is definitely one. There was the late round Mongoose as well. That was one of them. <laughs> late because, round Mongoose. You know why? Because Davis Maddox said that because Davis Davis has this special ability to, to, to compare people to what they look like to animals. And I apparently look like a freaking mongoose. <laughs> the, the, oh my god, the the late round mongoose, like until the shtick wore out, it that 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 slayed me every time I saw him once with it. Yeah, yeah, that was very good. Uh, next one is at klock eight four eight three one. Can we get living the stream live streamed? We could we could consider that next year. Uh, that'd be interesting. Uh, I haven't thought of that. I mean, it wouldn't be any different. I don't think. No, we barely. I mean, when I say that I'm editing things, it's usually because Denny's like, like, like <laughs> blowing his nose or something in the middle of a, a right. show. Right, or I dropped the mic like I did ten minutes ago. <laughs> right, but that one's staying, and that one's not being edited out. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, the next one is from at Nikolai Pitra, who won again the Living the Stream League. He says, "My dad once told me if I hate Tom Brady, I must just hate success." Is this a popular opinion among dads? What do you think? Yeah, I believe so. I think so because, gosh darn it, I, you know, I was telling Denny the other day that Brady, on top of all his success on the field, which I think he's finally answered the question, who's the greatest of all time? But either way, whether you think he's the greatest or not, still his off-the-field life and his ability to be able to stay out of the paper every day and live a normal life and raise kids and have a wife. I mean, granted, you know, I know they're trillionaires, but, but, but I mean, his personal life is impressive, as impressive as his professional life to me. True. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Brady hater. So I'm... you hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this next one is at Bryant ATC. This is, this is for CW. He says, how many more children should your son have? Oh, I don't know. As many as possible. Oh, uh, oh uh, look at that. That's a good answer. Yeah, no. It's, listen, uh, three or four more would be good with me. That's a bad. That's a bad take. <laughs> and and if, I, if, if I have four more, then three are living with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, next one is at tree underscore nerd. What are uh, Denny's dad's favorite ways to avoid paparazzi now that his son's co-host is ESPN famous? Uh, I, did I tell you this? Uh, JJ got on, was on SportsCenter uh, the other day. A tweet uh, that a tweet that he sent 
ended up on Sports Center. Yeah. Also, a tweet that he sent ended up on. It's the same as JJ was on Sports Center. Well, yeah. Is well, that what you're saying? Well, it was. It was a. It was Where, a. Who'd you sit next to? Well, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't physically on Sports Center. The tweet was. The tweet was that. It, oh, let's see, let's see if your mind. So Gus Bradley is the old coach for the Jaguars who just got fired two weeks ago, week and a half ago. All right. He. I looked. I looked at the math. Gus or Bill Belichick could go. It's now forty-two seasons, forty-two straight seasons of going zero and sixteen, and still have a better winning percentage than Gus Bradley. Yeah, forty-two seasons. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Maybe. That is crazy. Anyway, that the, the tweet got many, many, many thousands of, of retweets. It spread across. The internet and uh, um, and ended up on Sports Center. No so that's what, yeah. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. thank you, can thank I, you. Can I tell you Dunny Sports highlights real quick? Yeah, yeah. I let's hear go. it. Then I gotta go. All right. Okay. Well, before after you do, we do need your take on Jeff Fisher. <laughs> yeah. After after, after right, what, right. what are my sports highlights? I don't know. Well, I mean pro- professional sports highlights. Oh, okay. He was ten years old. He was a he was a Miami Heat for. My, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Orlando Magic Orlando. freak. I yeah. mean, the kid lived it, breathed it. Dolphins. If you were in Florida and you played professional sports, he died a lot. Anyway, so I meet the GM of the of the Bullets back in the day, and she says, "Hey, how would your kid like to be a a ball boy for the Magic? You know, what's his favorite team?" So anyway, he got to rebound and and dish them back to Penny Hardaway and Shaquille. Amazing. Well, actually, Shaq was on the bench that night. Yeah. But that was his professional sports highlight. <laughs> that was it. Huh? That's amazing. You're like Larry Fitzgerald, except he didn't go to play professional sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just barely though. So yeah. wait, wait. Your your oh, your oh, take oh, on Jeff, Jeff Fisher? Yeah, wait. This is this is going to be the the final. So your your take on Jeff Fisher? The world needs to know. Well, wait. Now now he's my dad's backing off this his take. Now he's been said for years that Jeff Fisher is a fine, good NFL he is coach. A great. He is a good coach. He is a good coach. But since I know you guys are haters, <laughs> but you're backing down. I personally like the guy, but I must say that in the in the recent past, he has not just this time, but the time before, he has lost his ability to actually control a team. Uh, which, but but there was a time I I, I, I like the guy personally. I guess so. What, what do you think about his mustache? Well. Yeah, I know you think he dies it. I don't think he dies it, no. but uh, <laughs> but I think that I tell you what I oh JJ, we got to talk about Brady's hair real quick. But uh, anyway, Jeff Fisher when he has a beard, he looks like he's sixty five, and when he shaves it True. off, it looks like he's thirty five. You're you're right. You're right. I never even thought about that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a very very strong correlation, by the way, of. Of millennial dads, not like dads of millennial children, uh-huh. uh, loving Jeff Fisher, mm-hmm. like it is. It is almost impossible to find a fifty-plus-year-old man who who likes football who does not like Jeff Fisher. Yeah, yeah. I guess because he's a no-nonsense kind of guy, and you yeah, know, he's he's a, he's he's he's, uh... he's not interested in in flashy. You know, yeah, like, I mean, he, he doesn't come out and be an idiot. He doesn't say stupid things. He says stupid things. <laughs> well, not that I do. Hey, real quick, and I got to go, Jay. Oh, you want to you keep that? No. You, you no, no, keep... no, no, no. All right, listen. The greatest <laughs> hair job I ever saw in my life, and I'm a freak. I look at everybody. Yeah, right. Uh, Tom Brady. You know, Tom was going bald. Now, how in the heck 
he has that's real deal hair there he's got going right. on and he wears the helmet on it and all that stuff he not not he's my hero for hair too <laughs> <laughs> because of his because of his ability to regrow it no, no, he didn't regrow it. That's store bought. Well, right. That is store bought. Are you kidding me? But and, his ability, and, his ability for it to look good. It's with that. the best job that I've ever seen. I'm Amazing. not kidding you. And I critique it every time he takes his helmet off. Amazing. It's the best. He has the best looking hair since Howard Cosell. <laughs> Amazing. I'll see you later, JJ. All right. Thank you so much All for right, coming ha on. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. All right. All right, Den Den. Okay. That was great. That was fun. That was fantastic. Um, we, you know, the other, the rest of the questions we have are actually related to your dad. So oh, okay. that's, that's going to, that's going to wrap up the DGAF episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Denny, look, it's been a great year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know when we're going to record again. I don't either, but if, if ever, yeah, right. <laughs> if uh, we're, we're going to have to get our contract straight. My agent right. is going to have to really negotiate hard right, right. Um, for, for a better deal. I'm just joking. It's fine. Everything's fine. But but it will be a little while. I don't I don't foresee us like doing an episode in January for you know for yeah we're gonna take a little bit of a, a of a break which I think is fine. Usually we wait until like the Super Bowl's over to dive in mm -hmm. to uh, the show again. So look, I I can't say this enough. It's been an, an amazing year. It's been so fun to watch the hashtag brand grow more, getting more and more listeners and having folks just interact with us and, and just enjoy what fantasy football is about, which is uh, the tilt and th the love of the game. Yeah. I, and I don't think that we could ask for better, better listeners. Uh, you, you guys. So I, I sometimes feel um, bad about taking your all's jokes because you guys have such good jokes and right. tweets. And then I, so you send them to me and, and, and obviously to JJ and then the living, the stream account. And then I vamp off of them. I like quote retweet them, but, but you set me up so good. And I, right. I appreciate it, that. Like, I feel like I do no work. I feel like right. I do all the work. Right. It's so easy because of you guys. We really, really appreciate it. And, and, and you know, we, we've had ups and downs throughout the season about strictly fantasy football, but at the very least, what we want to do with the show is just make it enjoyable, make it fun, make it, it, it – it's it's amazing that I, tr I genuinely feel like the listeners that we have and the people who interact with us on Twitter and the people who send in Twitter questions – like I would want nothing more than to than to all get together on a Saturday night and just just go to a bar, drink, and just just tilt into oblivion about anything, right? <laughs> just just hang out, yeah. have a good ass time, because that's what I feel like we have with this podcast, right? Yes, I would tilt, I would tilt and drink into oblivion with uh, with many, many, many of our listeners, and I and I I appreciate their interaction and their knowledge. I think that we have a very knowledgeable base of listeners. Yes, I totally agree. All right, Denny, one last time. Why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? At uh, CDCarter13 on the Twitter. And I'm JJ Zacharyson. You can find me at LateRoundQB on Twitter. Uh, all my work over at NumberFire.com. Guys, we really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening this season. We won't catch you next week, but we'll catch you probably in February. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check.